welcome to the Screamcast episode 137. I am Sean DeRager, and I'm pouring myself a glass of whiskey. Uh, with me is... Let's hear it. Henderson. I don't hear the whiskey Hold pouring. Let, wait. Yeah, there it is. Mmm. This is Suntory Whiskey Toki, a Japanese whiskey, and it's awesome. Mm, welcome. Did you have to say it with like a bad Asian accent? <laughs> Did I? I was just you know. Pro- sorry, I don't know. You're an accident. You're an accidental racist. <laughs> you really, you really are. You're like diet racist. Like <laughs> you mean well, but like mm. you're the. Is Pepsi okay when you ask for Coke racist? Yeah. You know what? Um, there's there's a comedian. His name's Dat Fan. Have you guys heard of him? I love Dat Fan. He's fantastic. I met him um, a while back. He came through our area, and there's a guy in line right in front of me. And Dat Fan does this bit when he basically makes fun of, makes fun of, makes fun of his mom, and he does a stereotypical um, – I, th- I think he's – I think he's from Thailand, so Thai accent. I don't know. Anyway, so he would do that during the show, and this guy in front of me went right up to him and was like doing that whole bit to Dat Fan, this old white guy. I felt so bad. Oh, boy. and apparently I just did that, so I apologize. Yeah, the whole goal is never that. to be that accidentally. Guy. Accidentally. Uh, well, if you're like speaking said, you're, Japanese, you're it's racist. like, yeah. All right, apologies to anybody I offended. I suck. No one's offended. No, I just like giving you shit and making you uncomfortable. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, believe me. It's easy to do. Because um, I mean well. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the reason for this episode here is titled Hiatus Explain Us. We have been on a uh, slight hiatus. Some of it intentional, some of it not intentional. I know Brad had a vacation and then um, I had a little vacation. Before my little vacation, we tried to record episode 137, which was a Vinegar Syndrome-focused podcast. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties with our recording uh, setup. So we yes. had to, you know, we had to stop that, and then mm-hmm. I went on vacation. Yes. I'm here. I'm back for two days. I'm going on another vacation. I know. Oh, that's nice. Um, with the family. So... Uh, we were, we just right now tried to record the like actual episode 137 and that got fucked up. So we Fail. figured we would just at least get something out to everyone. This is BJ's idea, by the way. Yes. So close. And I didn't get an introduction. I'm BJ Colangelo. Oh, fuck. Oh. See? <laughs> See? Oh, shit. I was discombobulated. Racist. <laughs> discombobulated. <laughs> What did you say first? I said discombobulated. (laughs) Wow. My Lanta. Dear God Almighty. This is just starting off on all the wrong, in all the wrong ways. It's actually Um, the right ways, because if it was normal, it wouldn't be us. (laughs) True facts. So, BJ, welcome back, because you, you know, you have a microphone. You've been shooting the movie, you have the microphone, you sound sexy as hell. I try, thank you. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I, so, basically, hiatus, explain us. We do explain. Maybe explain let the BJ hiatus. do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to turn this over to you, Brad, but we did have kind of a coinciding of the minds. We 
not, you know, unintentionally, we both kind of have been on the same wavelength in regards to, you know, opening our shows up to, um, to, to women and the, the, in the feminist sense, I'm doing a feminist series over on the AXPX podcast. I have a bunch of guests lined up, Plug. um, just, yeah, yep, totally. Discussing different <laughs> aspects of feminism. My first, the first episode is up there from a kind of church Christian perspective, um, and I'll be moving through some, to some other perspectives. And then, so the day that I posted that episode, um, Brad had been thinking about this as far as the horror community in our podcast. So Brad had an idea, and he shot that idea out on Twitter. And Brad, I'm going to turn this over to you to explain what this all is. Um, and then we can go from there. No, I just, I just noticed on film Twitter, it's, uh, sometimes a shitty fire. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, the horror, horror community in general is getting more and more toxic. Um, sadly. Um, and, and I mean, a lot of it's due to, to men, us. So like, um, I don't know. It's trying to do something good and putting a tweet out there trying to, um, you know, encourage, uh, ladies to come on board and, you know, be on our show, share, share the platform with us, have the platform and, you know, talk horror and stuff like that. And it actually grew like pretty large. We had a pretty overwhelming, um, response. So I'm really excited to have a lot of ladies lined up to talk horror and talk about what they love and how they got into everything and movies. And it's, I, we're going to create a nice little community here and that's the, that's the end goal. So, so BJ, I wanted to ask you what, what is your perception been lately? Like, has it been growing more and more kind of just, uh, I guess aggressive these, these, you know, towards women in the horror community. I've seen stuff from, you know, from basically the election of 45, uh, 45 ass fuck into the White House. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, 45 ass fuck sounds like some 14 year old <laughs> pro skateboarders first AIM yeah. handle. Yes, yes, it does. Um, so I've seen it, things become more toxic, but I wanted to ask you, like, what, what have you seen? in in your from your perspective yeah i mean you kind of nailed it that's exactly what happened is you know once trump got elected and continued spouting off the way that he does and the fact that he is you know the leader of the free world perpetuates this all of his terrible awful ideas are now perpetuated as something to be empowered by so now all of these really toxic and shitty people are thinking that they they don't have to be in silence anymore and they can say whatever they want and, you know, they feel as if that there are no repercussions for it because Trump's the president. And that has sort of a trickle-down effect into, you know, every fandom. For the most part, horror is usually very welcoming um, in my experiences, but lately especially, I think that it's just gotten... I think it's gotten really really problematic and i hate using that word because it's you know such a buzzword at this point but that's really the only word that could be used to describe it is that i've noticed that more and more women are being you know 
viciously attacked simply for having an opinion and it it doesn't and not even to say that they're have like that we're having unpopular opinions just daring to have an opinion at all is becoming is becoming an excuse for some people to just say blatantly misogynist and disgusting shit yeah, I mean, I, I the, the what kind of sparked it was um, I can't really remember the context of the of the tweet, and honestly, I'm really not in the mood to call anybody out. But um, I saw a, a, a lady on 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 film Twitter just say that she liked something, you know, um, and then somebody responded immediately, "Oh yeah, what was the first thing that this person did?" Oh like, my god, the quizzing is like, so Like, what are you talking tired. about? Like, and can't it, someone just like something for what it was? Like, they have to know the history of something? Oh, that happens all the time. The amount of no, times I know, that people I know. have and I'm sure you deal with it to me a at lot. conventions, and they'll do it to my face, too. I mean, a lot of this, a, a lot of the toxicity is, you know, on film Twitter, it's online, because people have, like, this false sense of anonymity when they're using the internet. But people will do that to your face. Like, if you ask a question at a panel... They immediately turn around and it's like, oh, what was the key grips cousin's dog's name if you're such a fan? It's like, Jesus, <laughs> fuck, man, chill out. Well, yeah, and I, I know that when recent you've dealt with some shit just because you're a lady, people like people automatically assume like there's some ulterior motive to things like, oh, this person got this thing because of this. And it's like, come on, guys. Like, I mean, I, I just it. It, it's frustrating, and especially we haven't talked about it yet. Is that I said again? We had an overwhelming, you know, positive response from from women from you know contacting me through DM to you know through Screamcast. But then after about eighteen hours, I, you know, I put the tweet out there, and then I woke up the next morning, and then on Facebook Messenger, on Twitter, um, I received other people. <laughs> Men actually commenting. But what about me? Where's my opportunity? So these are the things. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm not going to call out anybody's names because I honestly I don't want to start a bunch of shit. But um, I was asked, "Are you going to have uh, a men appreciation month?" Um, I responded with never. Um, um, because it's a podcast, you can't see, but I'm making the jerk off motion <laughs> so hard right now. But I, I, I was, I actually wrote them down and I tweeted them out, but I'll say them on the show for people that don't follow us on Twitter or have Twitter. So we, I, I was called a pussy, um, which <clears> I thought was hilarious. Um, we are trying to get some, so through cyber sex or something, I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to get some pussy from this. This is great. Um, uh, of course, the, the men appreciate. I was uh, white knighting, which I thought was uh, humorous. <laughs> um, again, um, you already have one female. Why do you need more? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the only reason you're here. <laughs> the only reason you're here, dude, is because of a lady. Uh, I understand that was one female, but still, come on. Um, oh God, I can like hear the silence of a china shop of the fr- like fragility of this masculinity. Like, so, um, good God, you're just feeding this shit, which I thought was obviously coming off of kind of what we're dealing with, especially with the administration and um, everything of feeding this shit, meaning that giving women a platform to speak their mind. Um, 
I if thought you, call, you were going to say there were snacks involved, and I was going to be really <laughs> upset that I have not gotten any snacks. Uh, and then I got I got I got one uh, DM that just said "dumb," which that's all, all it was was dumb. Um, and then th- this was the funniest one to me, just because it obviously um, just shows that. If you listen to the show, you wouldn't have said this because obviously he is. This person is just saw the tweet and wanted to respond, but the response was, "You're a bunch of wimps that probably don't watch porn either." Because that's that's basically is what makes someone's status as a man is watching porn. Uh, first off, I mean we talk about porn on the show frequently. Um, so it's, it's just one of those things where someone sees something, they saw like a retweet and had to respond just because of that. But here, here's what I want to kind of, I wanted to look at that a little bit, like, because I've been vocal about like being one that doesn't mean I'm not really into porn, like, like legit, like I'm not, it's not something I seek out, you know? Occasionally, I may still come. I may still across it, and uh, I accidentally clicked this oops. link. Ah! But what I, I what ejaculated. Like, I have no yeah, idea what, why. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, I'm you know, I my personality and everything. I'm just I'm not into it. So, like, how is how is like someone watching porn? Like, how is that a measure of what of I masculinity? Think, <laughs> I think it stems how from someone's mind. Well, I think it stems from, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the group and respectfully, obviously I respect their opinion and the people that are against it. I think, I think that's what they were trying to throw us into because they thought we were trying to make this like huge, like feminist standpoint when honestly it's just like we just want everybody to be equal. But we also want to give the women, you know, the opportunity to stand above us men. Yeah. For one, so you know, hey, whatever, fuck me. I all guess I'm gonna, all I'm so. gonna say is like it's real cute, like watching you two go both get flustered because like that's every <laughs> fucking day of my existence. Well, whether it's I, some assholes I, yeah. on Twitter, whether it's somebody on the street, whether it's somebody in my email, or like there are people that still, still comment on this. I, I wrote a review of the movie Megan is missing, like six years ago on day of the woman uh for those that don't know what this movie is it is like a like a fake documentary about like a teenage girl who meets somebody on the internet and then like he tortures her and oh my god i know what that movie is yeah like at one point he like puts her in like a like a salem witch trials looking like rack is, and like is, puts like the spider gag in her mouth like it's really fucking weird is but i, is, a- I want to just to say no if i got the movie is that the movie it's like found footage-esque yeah and like he puts the camera down by her face and he does things like behind her back yes. yeah Ugh, yeah i've seen that movie i yeah, hate that movie so much yeah it's a super gross movie but i wrote about it and it wasn't necessarily like a in defense of kind of thing but it was like I was defending the idea that for some people to get the message, you have to like bash them over the head with it because they do, like modern audiences are kind of too fucking stupid to pick up on subtext these days. Not all. I'm not saying everybody's stupid. I'm saying, but a overwhelming majority of people are fucking idiots. So that was what the review said. I wrote this like five six years ago. <laughs> people to this day will comment on that article and just rip me a new asshole about how. 
they hope that I get kidnapped and raped and mouth-fucked by a stranger for daring to be on the internet and like, oh, how dare you say that this is a bad movie when blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Jesus, this is six years ago. Why are you seeking out a review from six years ago? What are you accomplishing here? Nothing. Yeah. But, yeah, every every single day it's something new. But, yeah, I mean, two weeks ago there was a dude who got butt hurt because I kicked him out of a Facebook group that I moderate because he was trying to say that because he has a black wife he can say the N-word. And I was like, that's oh. not a thing at all. Um, so he got kicked nope. out for using hate speech and then he went into another Facebook group and was trying to say that, uh, the only reason that I, uh, I got one of the, my writing gigs is because, uh, because my name is BJ. So clearly that's what I did for it. And it's like one that's, that was, those are the initials for my actual name. So congratulations on looking up the easiest thing about me that you can possibly <laughs> find. But two, um, I am well-skilled, and if I could get jobs from that, I would be running the world. So, <laughs> fuck you, and fuck your face. I work very, very hard for what I've gotten, and people are dummies. And that's and that's the thing, it's always that. Like, people do not think that women can get ahead in life unless they've, like, fucked their way to the top, and that's... Yeah. Unless they're no, giving just, head. It's I so stupid. I wasn't gonna say, I, that's what I was referring to, I was trying to, like... You know, I didn't. Know oh no, somebody. Yeah, show. yeah. I don't give a shit. Somebody. No, no, I know. Said that I blew my way to the top, which no, no, hilarious, no, I know. especially because the people that I work for are all in Los Angeles, and I'm in fucking Cleveland. Yeah, I blew my way to the top. That's why I live in the fucking Midwest. Hey, in the Rust Belt, where rivers catch on fire. We're trying to get some on the show. That's what it is. Somehow, there's this cyber sex thing we don't know yeah. about. Because <laughs> apparently, yeah. if we have all these women on, I we can get laid a lot. Apparently, <laughs> like you two married men are gonna get laid. Man, yeah. I can't. So, but anyways, go fuck yourselves if you have a problem with it. And I and I said it on the show, and or said it on the the the, the twitters. And I had no idea that tweet would <laughs> be so popular. Is I simply said, if you have a problem with this, you can hit the unsubscribe button, and you can unfollow us. It's fine. Yeah. We don't need you. Yeah. You know, and we don't want the fucking hate anyway. I, I don't want people that hate what we're doing listening to the show. You don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, so. it doesn't bother me any. Like, bah. I don't know. It's it's really ridiculous, but I think that it's really telling that you know you posted kind of a not a call for, call to arms. You know, hey, we're opening up this platform. If you want in, let us know. And the response was overwhelming, and I think that's. That's saying something because yeah, those are yeah. those are people that aren't satisfied or happy with their place. Yeah, that's what made me happy that, and sad that it happened. Yeah, because, like you it's know. it's awesome that so many people are passionate, but it's really depressing when you think about like, well, the reason they're so passionate and rabid is because they have no other outlet because nobody will give them the chance, and yet I can go to a website and read seven reviews of glow and all of them talk about how it's the worst show ever because it doesn't have any real wrestling in it man fuck you like <laughs> idiots dumb i'm re- i'm real hot about a lot of things today that's yeah. one but of today's them. been today especially when we're recording this has been a clusterfuck of just like all that shit just kind of wrapped into one I had to like walk away from being on Twitter and stuff so much today, just you know, just because based off that uh, the the tweet that the that forty five sent out this morning, 
you know, like making fun of a couple of reporters, but then like all of a sudden saying, oh, and by the way, this one woman got a facelift and she was bleeding profusely from her face. You know, it's like, what the yeah. hell? Well, like, you know what? He has panty lines, so he has no room to talk. <laughs> that picture needs to be posted everywhere. That picture picture of him playing tennis. There's also another one of him like sweating from his ass playing golf, which is fantastic. But the thi- and the thing that's so frustrating is that people like <laughs> 45 ass or whatever you call him. Um, and the same people that think that we're doing something shitty by giving women a platform to speak, it does, like, it, it's never going to get through to them. No, it won't, but, you know, it's it's almost a waste. Like, I am so desensitized at this point that when people say shitty things to me, I either agree with them because then they don't know how to process it. Like, when dudes catcall me, I either say thank you or I give them a compliment back and then they have no idea what to do. (laughs) <laughs> because they're not used to it. They're like, wait, what What the fuck did you just say? And then, like, they almost get mad at it. Um, but, I don't know. I just, I'm too old and too tired to deal with people that don't have any effect on me. Like, you don't think that I deserve this platform to speak? Then don't fucking listen. And if you're going to keep yelling at me, you're yelling into an echo chamber because I'm not going to respond to you. The yeah. only time I ever respond is when, like, you know... <laughs> dude was on a public forum saying you know she blew her way to the top that yeah i'll step in because that's yeah fucking libel and i'm not gonna deal with that yeah so yeah um so we're gonna do this like i know you said month brad but i think we're just gonna do this as long as whatever there's there's no way you have to be a month it may be the rest of the year i mean you have a list of (laughs) guests that we're gonna get to and it's, that's cool. And we're going to do it, too. Like, we're we're going to do them all, man. I'm not we're not going to back down. We're not going to say, oh, this is just a month thing. We got um, we have, uh, let's see, like uh, 12 <laughs> like that are confirmed, confirmed that yeah. we've talked about movies and getting it. And then, of course, there's a bunch of others. Some of the res- emails I haven't even respond to. That's why I had to send out another tweet saying, hey, just relax. We'll. We'll get it there for sure. You know, this isn't something where we did the initial tweet and it's like, oh, shit, you know, like, uh, yeah, we can't do this because there's too many. No, we'll get through it. It might you might have to wait, you know, a few months because there's so much, but we're going to do it for sure. And as Um, far as yeah, and then the whole premise is just us doing our show and just we just have. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like we're evening shit out. Yeah, we're 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 just going to give them. Give them, uh, be on the show with us to talk, to show that women know their shit, too. Yeah. There you go. Well, um, <clears throat> while we're doing this, I know that we haven't done any What's in Your Doorstep segments in a while, but and I know that if we do, did that, we're so behind on my letterbox is crazy. Do you both want to pick, like, three movies that you've seen recently you want to want to talk whoa, about? And the then we'll spot. close this close this shit out? What do you guys think? Man, you put me on the spot. Holy cow. I almost forgot. We'll get the door. Pizza. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that cool, it. BJ? I'm trying to think of three recently that, like, really impacted Well, me. apparently since Sean was prepared for this, maybe he can go first. Yeah, you can go first, asshole. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we just wanted to talk we're, we're, about you know we're about twenty shit. minutes in. I figured we we stretch this out. Yeah, 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 go ahead. Do your three things. Something. Yeah. Well, I you know nothing nothing you. too nothing too crazy. I I speaking of you know I mean I have a little budding female horror fan myself. Uh, my daughter has been requesting that she requesting like she'll walk into my room and she'll start picking out movies like daddy can i watch this can i watch this she'll grab like clown and friday the 13th and all this stuff because she saw me playing that friday the 13th game and she's like well i want to watch the movie and i'm like ah, i don't know if you're ready for that yet so she's How old been is she she's 12 so oh, she's ready we're don't getting close ready, we're getting close she's um, ready i'm telling you close. she's ready but so the so I had so part of my vacation was kind of a staycation where I had a, a buddy of mine from Iowa come by, Brad, uh, who lets his son Strummer uh, listen to our podcast, and uh, I'm not sure how I feel that Brad, about that, Brad Brad Grout, you're okay, listening can right you now, say Brad G or and, some shit, Brad G, and Strummer, you're probably sitting there right there with your dad. Strummer, tell your dad that you shouldn't be listening. No, that's a anyway. Listener. <laughs> no, he needs to listen so, because, therefore, when he grows up, he'll have maybe some more respect for the ladies, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go. I don't know. Um, so, so one of the nights, Strummer wanted to watch a horror movie, and then of course, my daughter, her ears perked up, and she's like, "Yeah, I want to watch a horror movie." So we picked out Stuart Gordon's Dolls. Nice. And we all we all watched it. And it was just a blast watching it with with my daughter and then strummer too like he's like getting into it because they're both watching the parents because you know this 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 uh dad and his uh his second wife and their daughter get stuck in front of a scary house and the dad's an asshole the stepmom's an asshole and this um and so the kids were kind of watching the movie and seeing like whoever was an asshole they were like yeah that person's gonna die like <laughs> they were just kind of like calling who was gonna die and in what order and and strummer had like these little uh one-liner quips which is fantastic and um they would see like the strings on the dolls and they would comment on that they can see the strings it was just it was a blast so i watched i watched Stuart gordon's dolls uh through that lens of you know these first time little horror fans Watching it, so it was a lot of fun, and it's that for like a twelve year old, like that movie is legit. Like you can you can watch that with them, but I I haven't seen Dolls in years. Like it's been a long time since I've seen that, so I had, I had a blast watching that. The screen nice. the Scream Factory disc. Nice. Um, real quick, I wanted to mention the movie Life. Brad, you had seen it. I watched it. It's been getting a lot of people have been kind of watching Life and. Um, getting into it. If you complained about Alien Covenant not being alieny enough, watch Life. It is probably what you were wanting Alien Covenant to be. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Solid, simple, and solid and effective Alien on a spaceship movie. Really well done. And if you've been avoiding it, uh, and you, but you like like space horror, I would say definitely check it out because it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. It's really, it's really solid. And it's not a Venom prequel. Dang. And then uh, a couple things. I I watched Catacombs and Cellar Dweller, the Scream Factory double feature. And that Dang was a lot nice. of fun. A lot, lot of fun. If, if you have that double feature, like, 
I think Cellar Dweller was my favorite because it, it brings in like whatever this girl draws, like comes to life, uh, this certain monster that she finds in a book. And that there's a lot of fun to be had with that. But then Catacombs was pretty cool because it's like monk horror. It's like the religious horror angle and it was a lot of fun. And, uh, and finally, I wanted to talk really quick with both of you, see if you guys have seen it, but The Black Coast Daughter, have we talked about that on the show, Brad, yet? Yeah, I've talked about it a mm-hmm. few times. You've, you've talked about it? Okay. Well, I finally watched it. I'm very much mixed on it. I don't know. I feel like I need to watch it again. Whatever. Show's over. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I, I liked it. But I think I need to watch it again to get like to seal the deal, see if I really liked it or not. It's really well let done. Woman's, let me woman explain to you and tell you how you're wrong. What? Do it. Do it up. <laughs> I want to know your kidding. opinion of this. I love it. Talk- I think that it's brilliant. I love it. I don't know yeah. if I've talked about it um, directly with you guys because I was kind of late to the party on it. But again, like it's been so long since we've been together, and my brain is mush. So. <laughs> I'm not sure if I talked about it. No, I think I thought it was brilliant. I love the pacing of it. I think that it's very, very creepy, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I no, it, I, def- I, it lived up to the hype for me. I love. Yeah, I, I talked about it a lot when it was called February. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Now, now I know what you're, what we're talking about. Which is here. a way, 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 mm-hmm. way. Better it was a title. while ago. But, yeah, um, Black Coast yeah, Daughter. I'm um, um, I'm a huge fan of it. It's uh, was one of my hit my top ten that year, and mm-hmm. then uh, I thought about it. Um, I mean, I thought about it for like almost uh, like seriously off and on, like for two years before it came out. Um, like I, I got I got teary eyed in the movie of all things to get teary eyed in that movie. Huh. I got teary eyed at the most probably one of the most fucked up parts of the movie because I got a little sad. This is when she's in the bed and she says, don't go. I was like, oh my God, Hmm. that's so sad. (laughs) But so haunting at the same time. Like I got, I got so, so sad that that's about Satan. Um, but anyways, yeah, I, I, I love February. I think the score is fantastic. Um, I mean, I, it's like BJ said that the pacing is just, just really great. I mean, there are uh, there, my only beef with the film. Of course, I can't say it because mm-hmm. um, it's it's you know part of the big big movie. So I just wish they would have maybe handled that a little bit differently, and I think it would have been more effective. Mm-hmm. So, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I thought it was like um, the craft of it was like really well done. The pacing, I I I, just, I guess it's hard. When you don't really know what to expect, and uh, the name change, because I, I now remember you talking about February, but um, yeah, you know, you hear people. It's, it's it's always that expectation thing. Like I was, I had the night to myself. My wife was hanging out with friends, and uh, I was like, "All right, we're gonna watch Black Coast Daughter. It's supposed to be like the most scary movie ever." You know, it's like I need to not read anything about these films and just settle in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I want to watch it again. It's stuck with me enough for me to want to watch it again. And, um, but I would say if you're, if you're on the fence and haven't, haven't checked it out, it's, it's just a really well done film. And the filmmaker, he has, was his, 
his next film on was that like a Netflix ex- Netflix exclusive? Yeah, um, what's that called? Uh, all the pretty things, something dead, yeah. something like that. I can't remember. And I heard that that, that one's even more of a slow burn. Like these are so, oh, I am slow. The, I am burn the pretty filmmaker. thing that lives in the house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's okay. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. It's all right. Yeah, all right. I didn't hate it. I like you know that's it. Anthony Perkins' son, right? Oz, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his nice. and his uh, brother brother did the music. Oh, so I didn't know the, that part. That's sweet. Yeah, I, I believe so. I believe that's what it what it was. But yeah, they uh, yeah, it's Anthony Perkins' uh, son. Very cool. Mm. Well, I've watched more, but I'm not going to talk about them. Uh, those are probably the ones that stuck with me the most that I would recommend. Uh, if you haven't checked those out, check them out. It was funny because you said catacombs, and I had no idea what you were talking about. Catacombs is curse is curse four, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't curse know why. Four. I don't know why they <laughs> retitled that shit. Yeah. Um. But anyways, yeah. Well, it has nothing to do with curse, really. I mean, those films. No, it's just curse just four. the name. But all right, it's pretty great. Yeah, I know what like those. That's, that's a pretty. That was a really fun double feature. That movie's boring as fuck. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, actually, the whole Curse series is pretty boring as fuck. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Curse, the, the first Curse movie is actually fucking directed by the like the lead actor. He's a really popular actor. I can't think of his name now. But um, it's really bizarre that he directed that movie. Um, huh. And, um, yeah, the cinematography is okay in the film, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't dig that movie at all. Wow. Or series. All right. So. all right, fine. Um, So me, I guess. Or BJ, sure. you, got, you got stuff or what? I got three, yeah. I got Go three. ahead. Um, so the first thing that I finally checked out, I've been looking for it for a while, um, but I finally got to see the, I believe it's a Shudder exclusive, uh, You're So Cool Brewster. The story of Fright Night. Uh, for those of you who are new, Fright Night is sort of <laughs> my alpha and omega <laughs> in terms of cinematic favorites. My obsession with Christopher Sarandon as Jerry Dandridge is unhealthy, and I should probably have a restraining order put against me. But seeing this doc, I have a lot of feelings about it. One my nostalgia and my love for this movie just, like, puked all over the screen. But two, <laughs> the doc's a little self-serving at times. Um, I I like watching film docs, especially making ofs about, you know, cult movies or classic movies, where the people are not afraid to admit when some things are a little wonky or when things could have been improved upon. But some of the people working on Fright Night still have this air around them where they think, like, they made Citizen Kane. And in some instances, I think that that's kind of hilarious and probably why I love the movie so much. But um, in others, it just comes off a little a little pompous at times. Um, but seeing Amanda Beers and Stephen Jeffries be very, very candid about their experiences is definitely the highlight of the doc. I think it's really interesting. You get the whole backstory behind kind of the shark mouth that Amy has when she turns into the, the, the ultimate vampire at the end. And it's, it's really interesting and fascinating stuff when you really divulge into that. Um, so I recommend that one. It's on shutter. It's like two and a half hours long. So you, you got to sit down for it. But 
if you like Fright Night at all, um, or if you like film docs, I do recommend it. It's it's entertaining. There's a lot of fun little little tidbits you'll learn in there. Um, the second thing I watched was I finally caught the women horror anthology, The XX. Or mm-hmm. XX, I should say. Um, I had seen it previously in a, um, like a, like a festival screener setting, but it was a lot different being able to see it kind of on a bigger screen at home, like with good sound and it made a world of difference in my experience. I do still think that it's a mixed bag. I did find myself liking, um, St. Vincent's piece way more than I did when I saw it as like a review screener. I which, still, which one, which one is that? Uh, the dark comedy, the second okay. one. All right. Yeah. Um, cause the first time I saw it, I was like, this isn't really fit. I don't know if I like this, but rewatching it and seeing it on like a bigger screen and being able to really see kind of the, the attention to detail in the art design just like really pushed that one over the edge for me. Um, I don't know if I would say that it's my favorite of the installments, but I, I, I just had the moment where I was watching it and I was laughing and I went, Oh my God, this is way better than I remember it being. Um, Plus Melanie Linsky is like, Oh God, she's so brilliant. I love her. She, yeah, she's fabulous. Um, I, that's the one I think that just resonates with me most. I really liked Roxanne Benjamin's piece. Um, yeah, it's fun. With kind of like the weird, like native monsters. I like weird monsters. Um, but Kareem Kusama's is just, it's so good. It's so, so good. Um, I'm also a sucker for anything that pays homage to something previous. I'm not going to say what it is because that is kind of the whole point of the film. But, um, Ivanka's piece, which is um, the the box one, um, I thought was really interesting. I really like. Oh the- shit, that's right. It's a yeah. Oh, okay, now yeah, I was like, what are you talking about? Prequel? Like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So Kareem Kareem Kusama's is um, it's kind of like a like a like for like what I did when I made Margaret to yeah. carry. It's similar in that vein where it's not downright aping on something, but it it expands the mythos of something that already exists. And I like, I like when people do that. Um, so all in all, I do recommend the XX. I think that it, or just XX, I should say. Um, I do recommend it. I think that anthologies are a lot of fun. Um, if you don't like one segment, you may like another one. And again, I more power to giving women the opportunities that they otherwise probably wouldn't have gotten. And that's the sad truth of it all. Um, so, I think I think yeah. the first one though is is by far my favorite. That that one alone is fucking horrifying. I thought and, and so intriguing too. The the effects on that of just people kind of withering is yeah. really impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think she did a really good. And job. I think uh, you know she's just, she's just a young kid right now, but that Peyton Kennedy who's in it. Um, yeah. she's really great. She's in a, a movie coming out called, um, uh, saw it like a fucking year and a half ago. Um, from two years ago at South by it's called American fable. And, um, she's, she's fucking great. She's so good. She's got a, That's she's awesome. got a, she got a career ahead of her. That's always good to know. That's, 
that gives me hope for future, I guess. Yeah. Um, but my third one, I mean, I meant, I briefly mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to say it again. Not horror, but very much in the realm of my life. Um, for those that don't know, I am currently in production of shooting a feature film called Powerbomb. It is a horror thriller about the world of independent professional wrestling. And I have been waiting for Glow to come out for <laughs> months. Months. Um, I was a huge fan of the original 1980s Glow. I own a lot of them on DVD, which I probably shouldn't, but they were gifted to me. Um, so I have those. I love the documentary. It's The Glow documentary is probably my favorite sports documentary ever made. Um, so when they announced that they were doing kind of like a fictionalized retelling of somebody joining that show, I was all in from day one. Um, but what I think is the most fascinating to me, I mean, first of all, I love it. It's glowing, glowing approval rating from me. If you don't, you don't have to like wrestling to like the show. I think that it's very, very smart. It handles a lot of, uh, interesting issues that I think a lot of shows are afraid to tackle and they do them very, very respectfully. Um, I also think that it's some of the best work Mark Maron's ever done because mm-hmm. I don't, par- awesome. I don't particularly, I don't particularly like, I don't dislike Mark Maron, but like, I'm not going to like, Oh, Mark Maron's in this. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. But I think he suits that character. He, he suits that character so yeah, much. He's absolutely. so great. It, <laughs> it, it, it pulls out, it pulls out just enough of, you know, who he is already. Yeah. Um, and then enough that it gives him something to play with. But yeah, yeah I love glow. Um, but what I, th- have what I noticed, and I've been tweeting about it and Facebooking it a little bit, is that when I first announced Powerbomb and we put out the Indiegogo and did all that, the response that I got from the wrestling community was overwhelming. Everybody wanted it. They're like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I went through our like donations and over a quarter of them were people that I know from the We Watch Wrestling podcast um, like fan groups and whatnot, but 89% of the funds that we raised are from people that I know in the wrestling community and only 4% of the funds that we raised were from people that I know in kind of like the film world or film Twitter or whatever. And I was like, that's so weird. Like that's, you know, that's kind of where I'm more quote unquote, like more well-known, like that's where I'm more established is in the film world. And yet that's where I got the least amount of support. And I went back and forth and I was like, okay, well maybe it's because, you know, everybody has their film project. So if they help one person, then they have to help everybody. I, I get that. But then I went through some, you know, emails and some, you know, conversations I'd had with some of my film Twitter people. And they all said the same thing. They're like, well, I don't like wrestling. I don't like wrestling. I'm not going to like, I don't, this, I don't think this movie's for me because I don't like wrestling. And then glow comes out. And those same people who didn't want to support Powerbomb because it was about wrestling are now, you know, writing on Facebook and Twitter, like, Oh, this is the best show. This is so much fun. I never thought I would like this. Now I want to watch wrestling. I want to watch this. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Now you get it. Like, didn't you didn't want to help or listen or you know open the dialogue when it was coming from me but because netflix spoon fed you something and told you it was cool now suddenly you get it Uh and 
it's just been very, it's been very weird for me because it's like there are people that, you know, basically shit on our dreams and our like hopes to make, like we're obviously we're still making it. Our crowdfunding campaign was successful, but it was just so funny to me. It was like, you know, a month ago you, I hate wrestling. I don't like wrestling. Why would you, why do you want to make it about wrestlers? Why can't it be about like a basketball player? Why can't it be about a boxer? Why does it have to be about a professional wrestler? It's fake. It's not, it's not interesting to me. It's corny. It's campy. And then Glow comes out, and it's like, wrestling's the coolest. And I'm like, no shit, man. Welcome to the ride. It's been the coolest. <laughs> um, so that's just something, like, my my overly analytical film theory brain hasn't been able to really turn that off. But, um, I mean, if you needed another, another reason to watch Glow, it made people who uh, <laughs> hated my idea for a film because it was about a wrestler now suddenly want to watch wrestling. So, Glow's a good show. It's changing lives, guys. <laughs> uh, fact. I donated... <laughs> To BJ's campaign. Yes, Fact, I fucking hate wrestling. <laughs> Fact, I will not watch Glow. Fact, I'll be in the first line to watch Powerbomb. Aww, you should watch Glow, though, man. You should watch Nah, Glow. fuck it. You, I'm, you'll dig no, it. I'm serious. You'll dig it. Because I here's can't, the thing. Here's the thing, I can't Brad. stand wrestling. Here's the thing, Brad. <laughs> it's not about wrestling. It's about, not about television. wrestling. It's yep. about television. Yep. It's yeah. about the relationships of the, of the people and about producing a show. Well, I hardly ever, 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 ever watch television shows, and the last thing I'm probably going to watch is Glow. So, well, Allison, Allison Brie gets naked. Will that get you? To Doesn't watch matter. It? Doesn't matter. Dude, I don't. I haven't even. I, 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 I haven't even to, watched. I was trying to appeal. To I've your never seen instincts. I've never seen um, uh, like Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. I've never seen any of that shit. Oh, that's right. You are the one who's like anti TV. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I watched, I, I watched Stranger Things. That's it. So hey, there's that. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so how about what what movies have you watched, Brad? What What's up, Brad? Have? What's up? Um, I, dude, let me scroll through 100 movies that I've watched since we've recorded our last episode. <laughs> Um, I know, so for you, it's three. ridiculous. Man. Yeah, yeah, a, a, a couple, three, three or four. I don't, you know, no, I think you get three, four. limited to three. Did I do uh, four? Am I bad? Yeah, all of you talked a lot about a lot more than I'm just saying. No, BJ um, kept it three. I kept it three. We should talk about TV show. You got to count all those episodes as one. Um, so <laughs> let's see. Um, good lord, I should have probably did this before. Um, like, like just can you think of like a few of your favorites? You're like, oh shit, that was amazing. Like what? Well, know, I did a lot of stuff. People know, should check w- out. W- relax. Um, <laughs> B- uh, Willow is on um, summer break, so um, we've been watching uh, a lot of stuff, rewatching a lot of stuff, staying up late on the weekends. Um, so a lot of my stuff is rewatches, but new stuff for me is. Uh, you know, I tweeted this to Sean or texted to Sean, and then he shit all over it. So <laughs> I couldn't share my excitement <laughs> with him. But for some Sorry. reason, I missed uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service, and I had you know it was one of those things. I like Matthew Vaughn. I like Kickass. I like his little X Men movie. I love Layer Cake. Stardust was all right. Um, but um, 
you know, it's just one of those things where I like saw a preview and I was like, oh yeah, I want to see that and totally forgot about it. And then I saw the sequel was coming out. I was like, all right, I want to check it out finally. So I watched it and I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I, it's been, you know, I text Sean on a high like minutes after I watched it because I was watching all these popular <laughs> movies. I know Sean has seen like Edge of Tomorrow and stuff, which I liked Edge of Tomorrow. Um, that shit's called Killed or um, what is it? Mate feel, mate feed, kill, repeat. Is that the Slipknot album? Live, die, repeat. Live, die, repeat. But all you need is kill is the cool title I was thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, you know, and then he was like, "Nah," and I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" Kingsman's okay, dude. Like, Kingsman okay. is the shit, dude. <laughs> it's so. I didn't fucking like the lead good. actor. It's, God, he's him. so fucking good. He's so good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, <sighs> it, it's just it's 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 a fucking R-rated James Bond movie. Yeah, everything I, I fucking annoyed the shit out of me in that one too. Everything I fucking hate about James Bond, which I do. I'm sorry, guys. I fucking can't stand James Bond movies. I think they're all just blah. We've just lost 750 listeners. You shut up. James Bond flicks, especially with Sean Connery, the best. Whoa, God, God, stop it. Just watch your filthy mouth. No, Sean. That's a terrible, terrible (laughs) shot. You're in timeout. (laughs) But um, I I can't can't stand them. And this is uh, everything that I've ever probably think I might have wanted if I ever watched uh, another James Bond movie. Um, but oh man, it's so good. The fucking church sequence with Freebird plan. No, I like that. And scene. Call- Jesus Christ, dude! It's probably like, it's that my favorite is scene of the film. F- fucking brutal as fuck. God, it's so good. I mean, it's it, all the characters are really great. I can't wait till they expand the universe, um, and and go into it a little bit deeper. Um, so next up, I watched, um, yeah, here's a movie that I'm going to talk about. I've seen a million times, but I, I rewatched it with Willow. Um, Eight-Legged Freaks. I, I, this movie always I got... Eight-Legged Freaks. This movie always got shit... What? I'm a fan. I like that movie. Oh, God, I thought you said I'm not a fan. I was like, no, okay. No, no, no. Eight-Legged is. Freaks is fun. So, uh, uh, Ellery, uh... I don't know his last name. Elkayam, I think, is his last name. So Ellery Elkayam um, ha- has made some really campy, fun movies. And, you know, I-, I don't think a lot of people realize that there is, like, a Return of the Living Dead 4 and 5. Um, Rave but, to the Grave, man. Yeah, I mean, Rave to the Grave is is pretty, uh, non, you know, definitely not the highlight of the two. I like uh, um, no. <laughs> I, I like uh, I like uh, what is it? Ne- Necropolis is basically part five. I right. like part I like part five a little bit uh, better because it has those fucking cyborg zombies. Um, but um, and then he did a movie called They Crawl um, back in the early uh, or late nineties. He did the larger than life short about the spider. Um, but anyways, a legged freaks. It's got a wonky cast. It's um, it's just it, it's just it's what B movies like. Why B movies were so great because they were so like they were just so charming. They they had a lot of heart, and that's what this movie feels like. It, it feels like a true passion project. Um, with you know just just a 
a, a decent cast. It's very, um, it even has like this, uh, I mean, obviously it's, um, like Dawn of the Dead. Um, it, it's got like the Dawn of the Dead vibe. It has, you know, the them vibe. Um, you know, and yeah, yeah, the CGI is wonky on the spiders here and there, of course, just because it was, you know, the fucking, you know, early 2000s. So everything kind of looked a little goofy. But, um, it, it's, it's, it's got a lot of heart. Um, you know, if you like, it, it reminds me of like, you know, even the kind of the, the humor like in Chud 2 and Return of Living Dead 2, kind of that, you know, small town, um, comedy humor that, that, that goes on. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it or you saw it back in the day and you're like, eh, uh, give it a rewatch. I think, I think you would, um, like it, especially if you saw it when maybe when you were younger and you th- were expecting like a horror film and you got this like campy comedy. Um, I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, a second go around or a third or a fourth, which I, that's for me. <laughs> I watch that shit all the time. Um, fuck. And, um, I guess I should talk about a horror film, like a strict horror film. Um, so I watched, um, again, I watched, uh, this is a rewatch for me, is, um, Mutant, also known as Night Shadows with, uh, Wings Hauser. Um, anything with Wings Hauser I'll watch, just because I don't know what that dude is on when he's acting, but he's on something and I love it. And I want everybody to be on it because he's on a different fucking like level when he is doing his thing. Um, Mutant is Wings Hauser doing his Wings Hauser thing, <laughs> battling zombies in a small town. I don't know if there's if there's more beauty than that. Um, uh, if you're not familiar with Wings Hauser, watch the movie Vice Squad. Um, you'll want to take a bath and you'll be very, very upset after you watch that movie. Um, but he's, he's always firing on every fucking cylinder he has in his body. He is, he looks psychotic all the time. And he is like, he is a great actor when he plays the hero, just because he's just like he, and plus even when he plays the villain, he's so menacing. But um, he plays the hero in this, battling zombies in a small town. Um, but it, it, Code Red put it out on Blu-ray, and I tell you, man, even though we make fun of Bill, Bill does some pretty good work when he puts something on Blu-ray. And I, I like what he does because he takes the film and he scans it through and he doesn't do a lot of restoration and touch-up. I like the restoration part. I, I said this on years back on a lot of the shows is I wish, I wish that companies would put the restored version on the Blu-ray and also just the plain old scan before it was even touched. So that way you could see like the grain and grit and fucking scratches and cigarette burns and everything else. Um, cause sometimes you don't get that with, uh, some of these new restorations. It looks just too pretty, which is good too. Not knocking that. But, um, yeah, Mutant is really great. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Wings Hauser, 100%. Watch Vice Squad. Awesome. Cool. Uh, that's pretty much it. Have you guys like ever it. seen right. Vice Squad? I haven't. I, I feel like that's something Zach's probably seen, but I I, I own it. I have not watched it yet. It's on the uh, in the pile. I'll be getting to it soon. You own it? You own a DVD? Vice Squad? 
Vice Squad? You sure you have the right movie? It's only on DVD. It's never made it to Blu-ray. DVD's out of print. So if you have it, you might want to sell it because it's worth a lot of money. Maybe maybe I don't own it. You need to watch it. I thought I owned it. It's it's a really fucking fucked up movie. Am I thinking Doll Squad? Doll Squad by Ted 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 Michaels Michaels. Yeah. Um, I do not own Vice Squad. I'm thinking Doll Squad. I apologize. All right. Watch Vice Squad. It's fucking nasty. BJ, I, I really want to know what you think about it, because it is very, very, very mean. Well, I will find it and track it down and let you know. Yeah, it's a... Right. Like, that movie's... Like, I, I watch that with people, and they're legitimately upset after they watch it. <laughs> well. Yeah. I ain't afraid of a challenge. No, no, I, th- I think I think you would like it, but you're also going to be like, man, fuck that movie. Okay. I like those movies, though. Yeah. No, I do, too. It's like, god damn it. That movie fucking pissed me off so much. I love it. So, I'll check it, it down as well. All right. Well, um, that's going to do it for I guess, this week's episode. We will be coming back once we figure out our shit uh, with our Vinegar Syndrome episode with a special guest. Uh, I ho- Hopefully next week. I'm going on another excursion. And I'll be back, and we're going to be trying to schedule that. But, um, but be you know, be patient with us, and uh, definitely, we're going to be doing a um, we're going to be doing drawings for a five dollar patron- patrons. By the time you guys hear this, we probably have done our first drawing. But uh, spread the word and keep your eyes open for that. Of course, all of our links are available over at thescreamcast.com. Our Patreon is over there, and. Um, We'll be Brad. We'll be doing some late night episodes soon. I don't like June's been a crazy month with vacations and technical difficulties, but we'll be jumping back into that. So if you're a patron and you've been wondering where all your special shit has been, uh, we're about to unload. Watch out! God, I love when you say load. <laughs> all right, uh, we're done. We'll talk to all of you guys next time with a more formal podcast. This has been a fun little, you know, off the cuff. Clusterfuck. Yeah, a little bit, especially that opening. (laughs) I apologize, everybody. I'll work on that. (laughs) We'll talk to all of you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Oh, don't tell me you're leaving. The party's just begun.